This is the American Dream, Dusted Rhodes, son of a plumber, daddy, and you're listening to the Bob Culture Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into a very special, absolutely amazing edition of the BCP. Super excited to welcome in a big up-and-comer on the scene. We have seen him at Pro Wrestling Magic all over IWTV. Please welcome to the show. This is long overdue. Our good friend, Abs. Abs, what up, man? How are you, bro? I'm doing all right. Thanks for having me, Rob. Thanks for that oh, excellent little pun you had there. Ah, see, hashtag pun disputed. Yeah, man, I got you, bro. I got a... Actually, unbeknownst to you, I do have your autograph right here. Oh, is that the Leapfrog Turnbuckle? That's the Turnbuckle. I sponsored you guys. I think it was um, the Macau Frog Sport. That's what it was. Frog Sport, yeah. Why the... Uh, yeah. I'm away from the microphone. I'm sorry. Why the uh, double B? Because it's an abs ABS. Why the double B? Well, it does technically stand for something. It's uh, Andrew's Better Body System. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. The whole thing started where I was like playing some sort of uh, f- fake fitness guru type of thing. Yeah. Uh, but then that just got kind of silly and I just started becoming myself. But, uh, and then it just, and everybody just calls me abs though. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Abs. I'm not, I'm, that's not going away. Um, but tell us how, obviously you worked in like, you know, the, the gear, you have the, the abs, like tell us how that came into play and all that stuff. <laughs> The abs are very real. I've always had them. So sure, sure, sure. Of course. Um, but like when I first started, I was just sort of a basic doing the basic thing, working under my name, uh, staying working in only one place. Um, and then I just I always figured I'm not a tough guy, so I'm not gonna pretend to be one. So therefore I gotta sort of do something different from I guess what most people would do and kind of just amp up myself a little bit. Cause I'm again, I'm no tough guy, so I can't if I if I pretended to be one, I don't think it would be believable at all. So that's where just I just started being myself a bit more. Yeah, but there's something about you that really stands out. And you talk about, hey, I'm not trying to be Mr. Tough Guy wrestler. It seems like you try to almost approach a little bit, which which I personally like. I like kind of um, not, you know, some people are set in their ways in wrestling and I like new and innovative. And I see a crop of you young guys coming in, uh, Johnny Moran, Alex, the goons, Erica, like there's just this uh, Shane fair. There's this new way of thinking a little fourth wall breaking a little bit more cinematic Jay George. Um, I could go on and on, man. You seem to be kind of on that same train. And also I can tell you think a lot about your persona, um, a little bit of that comedy in there as well. Yeah, I always liked comedy wrestling. I don't identify myself as much of a comedy guy. Right. Um, it does kind of pigeonhole you a little bit. I was bit. just going to say, I see it all the time, yeah. Like, I'm totally okay with being thrown in any situation, whether it's in a very serious situation or a very funny situation. I'm open to literally everything. But uh, I believe in character work and gimmick stuff as much as I like the uh, the actual technical aspect of wrestling. So that's my belief. Yeah, you seem very smart already at a young age about the business, man. Um, did you study wrestling growing up? I mean, not to be cliche here, man. Did you study it growing up, man? Were you a big fan uh, growing up? Thanks for calling me young, by the way. But uh, yeah, well, I'm I'm old. I'm an old guy. Don't tell anyone. Yeah, I don't, you'd be shocked when I t- if I told you my age. But anyway, that's not the point. <laughs> uh, 
Um, okay, so here's where the whole this tricky stuff comes in because wrestling I didn't get into until here's how you know I'm probably gonna date myself. Okay, uh, probably figure my age. I didn't get into wrestling until I was like 18 or 19 years old. Okay, so tw- about 20 for me. Okay, so that's interesting. Okay, it's freshman year of college. Same. I mean, that's this is weird. Okay, I always respected wrestling, but. Uh, Oh, I told you I'm in school. I am in school, but I also went to college before that. Oh, so okay. I, I th- okay, okay. But go ahead. I thought you were this might have been your first run. Okay, okay. No, no. Okay. Um, but like, uh, what was I saying? Yeah, oh. okay. Wrestling came a bit late for me. Uh, but yeah, I always respected yeah. wrestling. I never was one of those kids that's like, oh, you like wrestling? It's so fake. I always respected it. So it's, uh, and always admired the theatricality. I yeah. guess the earliest thing I do remember, I was. Back when I had illegal cable, I had a black box in my room. I bet we all had that as kids. Uh, oh, okay. The elite, and I somehow got a pay-per-view, and it was, it was in 2004, and somehow I ended up watching uh, the Eddie Guerrero-Brock Lesnar match at No Way Out. Sure. And I kind of enjoyed it. It didn't like give me a shining moment of, oh, I love wrestling, but I enjoyed it. Good match. And that was like probably the earliest match I remember watching. Funny thing is, my grandfather is, was a fan of wrestling is, and still is actually at 90 years old. He watches wrestling still. I oh, think wow. he's watching Night Raw right now. Uh, That's awesome. Um, but he always watched it and I never got into it when I was much younger, despite him always trying to show me. But uh, now he can appreciate it. So I can talk to him about wrestling, mostly WWE. He doesn't know anything else. But That's yeah, funny. very, very similar situation with me. <laughs> Because I grew, I mean, now I'm behind the curtain. I'm doing the podcast and all that stuff. I, I came up in the music scene, conversely. But yeah. uh, my best friend, Vac, who's on the show, we were best friends since we were four years old. He was always into it. I wasn't. I liked, like the figures and the video games and stuff. I didn't necessarily respect it. And I, I was I was like, no, it's fake. It's fake. Now I have so much more respect for it. But when we were in college, freshman year, I saw Mysterio flying around the ring. That's how I got into it. Ruthless aggression era. So that's when I came into it. I really love the high flying stuff. So that's what brought me in. Was there a guy that you connected with like right away? Seamus. She- really? Seamus. You don't hear that one a lot. Now, why Seamus? Because he was the first guy I, I really saw. Um, and I guess, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it was just kind of stuck. I liked him. And I was into, I was, uh, I guess I was into all Irish things at that point. So I see <laughs> this Irish guy like, oh, I like him. But he also had a great look and I did like his his work. And I always admire someone who refuses to get a tan, probably can't even get a tan. So, <laughs> you know, Irish people. Huh? Mm. Whatever. That's, that's funny. Seamus, though, that is very, I think that's the first time we heard Seamus. And no disrespect. I like Seamus a lot. He's doing some great stuff. Good to see him coming back from some major injuries. Did some great yeah. stuff uh, with his title runs. Great stuff with the I'm bar. Happy, um, like getting some actual recognition now. People are actually like admiring his work. And it's like, yeah. I appreciate that. Because like I actually saw him, funny enough, he, he, when I first saw him, he was beating up my, my current favorite wrestler who I got into because of watching this. It was Finley. He was beating up Finley. Wow. Okay. That's, that's very interesting. I, I wish that you get a chance to meet him someday. Uh, there's also another great um, wrestler, uh, the Irish wrestler, Rick O'Shea, another great Irish uh, fellow as well. Have you got to meet any of your favorites? Um, well, I did meet Seamus at a SmackDown once. He signed a thing for me and said, just said, thank you for a priest for being a fan. It, it was like, you know, yeah. they were rushing out of the kiss. Out of, it was at 
It was at Mohegan Sun in uh, in Connecticut. It was after a SmackDown or something. Everyone was just swarming people. Um, I think I saw. I think we saw someone try to try to fight Mark Henry, which is a bad idea. Mm. Any oh boy, and this is when Mark Henry was like peak heel run. Mark Henry, so all of pain. Yeah, yeah, and like that's a bad idea in any sense. But it was great. Uh, wow, and Finley too. So why Finley? Finley was oh, I mean, I just I don't know. He loved you know, the fight. He did, and and then I I think the Shillelagh stuff was fun. Yeah, I, I just started. That he's a person I really started diving into when I really like started to watch, like you know, go back and watch wrestling. And then I, through that, I kind of discovered World of Sport, and then boom, I kind of became a British wrestling fan. Interesting. So, um, and Finley, big part of developing like the women's division and really giving yes. like the women a shot at the time, man. So that's very interesting to me. Do you adapt any of your in-ring style? Like, do you take little pieces from some of your favorites like that? Well, maybe when I fight, get aggressive because those guys tend to be more aggressive and and the last thing i am in the ring is aggressive yeah yeah exactly that well that's why i asked right it's very interesting and you and you commented on this earlier it's very interesting to me um because i notice sometimes and um to no fault of anyone's just as an outsider looking in i notice a lot of times tag teams certain factions and comedy wrestlers get really pigeonholed um not to say in any way it's frowned upon. It, it brings smiles to faces. That's what it's all about. Right. I, I I like it. I love it. Like there's so many great teams that I love that can do all of it, but at the same time they can do the comedy, but they can go, man. So I love that you're aware of that. Um, do you are you like trying to do more serious stuff? Because I kind of liked what you were doing with the goons, kind of like trying to get into the goons. I thought that was like a cool storyline, man. Uh, would you yeah. want to elaborate on that kind of stuff? I mean, I hope I can further. We can further continue with that, but uh. I just really like working with the goons and I really like working with Killian, uh, especially Killian. like dude's so good. I I worked him at the leapfrog cybernetico that we did at DCW and they had the 24 hour thing. And he like, he made me look like a million bucks there. I got to watch uh, that one. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. It was, it was fun, but like he made me, but he's like, he's so good. He's so good. And I love dust. Despite what what we portray out there. I love big dust to death. He's, that man is he's a national treasure. The sweetest man on the planet. That's it. Uh, Would you? But as far as storyline, yeah. I hate goons. Fuck them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's it. But no, like, I just feel like it makes the most sense for me at this point because I think I like to think our his our whole storyline dates back to even Leapfrog, where I, I'm just and I've interacted with them on Twitter before, so it's like I'm. Why not just amp up that I'm just trying to become a goon at this point, and. Yeah. Uh, at this like point, it'd be like I've worked with, I've worked every goon in a match in some respect, except for a couple others. Yeah, they're great, man. Uh, Killian is always fantastic. Big Dust, I will always say, is a national treasure. The yeah. stuff he does is uh, a hashtag wrestling fashion winner as well. Um, he yes. does some great stuff outside the ring. He's great with the crowd. He's great at, at reacting oh, to the yeah. audience. I actually had a fantastic match at Invictus Pro Wrestling back in July. Okay, uh, with with Miles. Miles is fantastic too. Yes, he's he is. so good. Dust was the manager also, and like it was like a a Hell's Kitchen match where it was technically almost like a hardcore death match, but with food items. I That's did the awesome. I did the Masada skewer spot with uncooked spaghetti, and I jammed it in his head. <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. I, I like, love. It. 
pop for that. The, the, the thing with the new say about comedy, like that, it's supposed to be. We we took it completely seriously, but it was, but it's just funny, like me squeezing, taking a juicer thing and squeezing a lemon in Big Dust's eyes. Uh, nice. Miles thanked me in the ass with a wooden spoon. This is Invictus. Yeah, I guess if yeah. I can find that. The last time I worked for Invictus, yeah, it was back in was there like Rising Star Showcase in July. It's really good. But as we say about comedy wrestling and tag team and all that, I firmly believe all every wrestling show, there should be spots on the card for these one or two tag matches. And there should always be like a fun, lighthearted, not necessarily comedy, but like fun, lighthearted match on every show. I don't care what you're trying to portray. Um, you can have all everything else you want in the rest of the card. That's fine. But there should I think there should always be like one genuinely fun, lighthearted match. Or a moment. I, I love that, man. I, I agree. And I, I'm not a promoter or a booker. I, I don't intend to be, but I certainly yeah. take and I'm not trying to rub notes. people the wrong way. With no, that. not at all. I just feel like everyone should believe that. And it's everyone does them, though. I always I love I, res- I respect everyone for doing what they want to do. Yes, absolutely. And I'm still you know, doing the podcast for a while, but just finished my rookie year behind the curtain, the commentary, the backstage interviewing, all that stuff. And very thankful and grateful. And I am just at this point, I'm just listening. Obviously, as a journalist, I form my own opinions, um, you know, looking at it from a business perspective, I form my own opinions, man. And at the end of the day, uh, I just love to see you guys get that opportunity, man, because I have never seen a profession where people get to the professional level of something so frequently. Uh, we're so thankful for so many of our friends getting that chance on AEW Dark. More so, yeah. a lot of our friends from two years ago, three years ago now, signed on NXT, signed on AEW, man. Is that something you take notice of? And uh, how, how do you feel when you see some other guys get that opportunity? Well, not many people I know have really sort of been signed anywhere yet, or a few people okay. have had probably some moments on, uh, on Dark, but like, I always generally feel happy. I get yeah. to say I worked them. I get to just yeah. vainly just say I oh I worked that guy before he was famous before he came on TV. But yeah, <laughs> I'm but also I'm genuinely happy for when people get opportunities like that. I always I dig what AEW is doing with the whole dark stuff. Yeah, absolutely, like if you're, if you're on there for only five minutes. You're on there. It's AEW. It may not be their TV product, but you're there. Dude, you're there. You get to put it on the resume. You get that little speedy photo. You get the, the band. Yep. You have quality match footage to show promoters. And, you know, I know tag teams have been there and they got to work with FTR. They got to work with uh, Jurassic yep. Express, man. It's opportunity. It's um, it's repetition. It's experience, man. So I'm, I'm so happy for what they're doing because we're not used to just different indie talent every week. It's amazing. Obviously got to ask you this. Is that something you'd like to do to get that AEW dark moment? Of course. AEW, I think, is definitely on top of my list for places because, like, I can't. I'm. Let's face it, I'm not a big fan of the WWE product now. And right. Like most, yeah. people, like most prob- people probably are at this point. Like they're not. Like they're, they're all saying that. Like so, and like with their whole things, like I definitely don't. I definitely think WWE is off off my radar at this point. Right. And I'm probably not on theirs. So, and I'm fine with that. I've dropped all aspirations of going to WWE. Really. Really? Never say point, never, man. Never say yeah, never. Yeah, no, I mean, if, if something pops up, like, you know, I'll take it. Yeah. But like, it's like, at this point, I don't care if I don't or not. I don't care if I remain an indie guy for the rest of my, probably at this point, I don't know, 10 years left where I can do this or whatever. I don't know. Well, you um, do it because you love it, man. 
I do. I just, I, even if I'm just, I just want to, I do want to travel as much as I can and spread my, my name as much as I can. But, and if I stay indie for the rest of my career, so be it. But I do want to get, but like, I wouldn't mind going to AEW impact, all that fun stuff. Absolutely. And there is opportunity, man. Even being an extra, you get that TV exposure, man. It's really, like I said, it's really cool to see, man. It's awesome to see. You talk about traveling. Is there anywhere particular you want to go? Just like travel around doing the drives. You talking like Japan? Like, what are you thinking? Um, Japan, yes, but not specifically for New Japan. Because I, well, for one, I don't think New Japan would ever want, would want me because I, the style is different. Oh, um, never I'm say never. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, like DDT. Because they're more of the gimmicky stuff over in Japan. And I love Japanese comedy wrestling. It's like so weird and fucking trippy. It's great. I love it. I want to do Europe, England, Germany, all the all the usual stuff. I also want to wrestle in places like you didn't think had would have wrestling. Like I want to wrestle in like obscure countries or something or countries not necessarily known for having big independent wrestling scenes. Like in August, I was in, in into September, I was in Greece. And they have oh, wow. a wrestling company over there. And the last day I was in Athens, I trained with them for a little bit. And so there's connections there, hopefully. That'd be wonderful. Um, wow. But yeah, I just want to travel as much as I can. I love that, man. Pay attention to guys. Uh, Ray Kalitri, we have him on the show all the time. He is just traveling, oh, yeah, wrestling. To, he just went to Egypt, right? You look at you. You know your stuff. Uh, JC Storm uh, just wrestled over in Nepal. So, you know, they, it's all about connect making connections and stuff like that. Uh, people, people have seen some of our wrestling fashion stuff and, and, and book people, which is pretty cool to hear, man. Uh, I just, I, I just want to see you guys succeed and I want to give it all back, man. And it's so cool to see everyone get that opportunity, but conversely that opportunity can come to you too. Cause we talk about talent, being able to work that AEW talent. We talk about forbidden doors, but to me, it's so cool to say, Hey, you could be working a show in New York or New Jersey or Pennsylvania, whatever it is. And yeah. you're fighting someone from the dark order. You're fighting the acclaimed. You're fighting Serpentico, man. Like that's pretty cool. The Hardys right now are doing an indie run, oh, yeah. man for you right now. What's that like being an indie performer and having the chance to possibly compete against someone? But more importantly, who would you want to square off with maybe from AEW? Oh, um, it's just really fun. I'll just say that. Um, as far as someone I want to work with from AEW, someone I, I have technically worked with. Um, it was for like a little comedy type of uh, uh, wrestling bit that we did in, in Extremely Serious Wrestling, which is like a comedy wrestling promotion here in nice. the city. I love the where, like, where like they do it's basically like a mixture of sketch comedy and with some wrestling where the ring is basically just like a gym mat and a caution tape. It's basically that what sounds it is. interesting. I like like improv comedy. That sounds very interesting. Oh, it's fun. I, I, I trained at UCB, so I, I, I oh. know my improv stuff. Uh, really? But, um, we'll talk yeah. about that later, but go ahead. I'm but sorry. The, That's the, the person that came there. I worked with twice as like a man. One as like one time was like as a manager for his opponent and Another time in, in a, a quote-unquote rumble the, called the Forever Game, it was Orange Cassidy. The Forever Game. Really? And that's someone I definitely want to like officially work with, like for real, real work with. That would be very cool. Yeah, he's very – he's got a little bit of the comedy. He's obviously too cool for school, but very, very innovative in the yeah. ring. He's someone I can definitely play off of very, very well. I love that, man. How about on that indie level, who would you want to work with? Uh, that you haven't, or maybe someone you came up with, or someone you keep crossing paths with, but haven't been able to lock up with, or maybe just someone you've been watching. Um, you know, there's quite a few. Um, 
I don't know. I, I don't always think about that type of stuff. I'm always okay. just usually very fortunate with whoever I'm given. But uh, someone that currently tops my list of people I want to wrestle is, you know, Ki Kutaro, right? He's a Japanese wrestler. He's got yes. the pig, ma- the okay. pig mask. Okay. That's someone I definitely want to lock up there with because, yeah. Oh, cool. And you notice the pattern here. I'm listing mostly comedy guys, but yeah. that's where all the fun is. It's, that's where the fun is. It's different, too, man. That's, those aren't the answers we typically get, but, man. I always like different. Yeah. I'll give the generic answer. I'll wrestle anybody, you know, because I, I can. I can. I feel like I can mix it up with anybody. Serious, fun, whatever. You, you talk um, about. Somebody, yeah, please. Someone I came up with. Someone I, I've known since his very first day. You know Prince Ahmed, right? I do. Uh, wrestle Pro and. No, no, no. That's Prince Josiah. I'm thinking, thinking Josiah. I'm thinking there's a lot of Prince. There's a lot of wrestling guys. I apologize. I'm thinking Prince Josiah. Yes. Prince Ahmed, Ahmed was he? He's from Egypt. He was he he went to he was just on wrestling open recently. Uh, okay, okay. He's been to OVW. He's, I knew him on his very first day, um, in at Johnny Rod's place. So we started oh, there. Is that where you went? You went Johnny Rod's? Yeah, right. Another Johnny Rod's yeah. guy. Okay, so yeah. I'm trying to think who was, was that. Well, like PJ Savage. I'm trying to think who else. Was that those those kind of crew? Who, who'd you train with? Fuji, right? Fuji, yeah. Who'd you train I with? Start, I actually, I, funny thing, I started like before them. So okay, yeah. So you were before that that class. Yeah, that that class is riding a wave right now. It's very, very, very cool to see. And good. I, I think I, I, from what I hear about there, it's really good training. But it's kind of like they don't let you fly out of the nest for a while. Kind of, kind of. Yes. Thing. Yes. I have all the love and respect for Johnny in the world for for teaching me stuff. And training me, but that whole, but yeah, that's that whole thing is that's yeah. what I hear. Yeah. And I'm not knocking anybody. That's just what I, I don't, no, I'm not a wrestler. Not, that's just what I hear. It's true. And it's something that's unfortunate, but like, and I mean, there was a point, I just can't hit a point where I just felt like, okay, I kind of, I kind of want to spread my wings. Am I just doing this for a hobby now? Or do I kind of, or do I really want to do this? Which I respect if you want to do it for a hobby, just you know, be honest with yourself. But like, you know, I, I respect anyone that sets foot in a ring. So that's one thing. Um, but I just wanted, I just felt like I was, it was getting, it was getting stale and I just wanted to leave. Yeah. That's all. No, I've, I've heard that story. A few, and again, I, I'm just an outsider looking in. I, I don't judge whatsoever, but again, that's why it came up. Cause I remember hearing that story. And I, I think a lot of you guys coming out of that school, first of all, all great wrestlers. I think you were trained very well. Um, and like you said it perfectly, it's time to spread your wings uh, and fly. And that's so cool to see, man. Uh, you talk about towing that line between uh, comedy and being serious. Um, talking about the serious stuff, we have a lot of the guys come in here. They call, they call everyone out. Usually it's the heavyweight championships. Every, every once in a while, it's like the midway champions. Uh, if it's the goddesses, they'll call it the goddesses championship, the women's championships. Uh, we see a lot of this gold collecting, these Thanoses. It's very interesting to see uh, what different promotions are doing. Is there a title um, that you're you're targeting? Is there someone you want to tag with? Um, like, what what are you kind of looking to do here on the Indies? Are you not so much about the gold and all that? Um, I do. I would be lying if I said I didn't want to be a champion at some point. But I'm all for the 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 build the story building to get there. I don't want to just be yes. thrown into a title uh thing like i i don't think i deserve it so it's i don't oh, want to wow. be thrown in those situations you don't um, think you deserve it, it i mean that, yeah yeah i need to prove myself more at more okay. places honestly okay. um any title in pro wrestling magic i would love to go for oh okay <laughs> there it is so, 
Pro Wrestling Magic was one of the first companies that sort of really gave me a shot at stuff, so I owe them a whole lot. Uh, Same. So a lot of people I want to team with. Um, there's some guy in New England named Perry Von Vicious. You know who he is? No, I love the name, New though. That's amazing. New England guy. Great guy. I love him. Um, he's we, he's my wrestling father. We have a whole thing where he's we're like, oh, hey, fa- hey, dad. Oh, hey, son. How are you? And he, he likes to call himself uh, Sid, uh, um, Sid Vicious's nephew. So he, he always references Uncle Sid. And I'm like, oh, Grand Uncle Sid? Great. <laughs> nice. And it'd be, I think it'd be funny, especially considering he's only like five years older than me. So I think it's hilarious <laughs> that we're, we'll be doing that. I always like the like, like the, this outlandish stuff. So that's, that's someone I would love to team up with. There's some other guys in New England. There's a guy named Kirby Wackerman who has a hard head. And I have hard ads. Call nice. ourselves a rock in a hard place. I love it. I love that. Clever. There's just so many things I want to do right now. So, and like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, th- I think we're going to let you join our little group, the pu- hashtag pun disputed era. Uh, I, I like I like your comedy bits here. I like the way your mind works, man. Um, and speaking of the comedy and stuff like that, you mentioned this earlier. I was a big fan of I know I, I love playing the drums like that's my thing. That's the thing I feel that I've almost mastered and I know about the wrestling and the backstage interviewing and commentary. I'm, I'm just learning and having a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but you talked about improv comedy and I love just watching. I, I don't like doing it or anything like that. But I in high school, we'd always go to improv jam, the Internet Cafe, Red Bank, New Jersey, like. I was friends with a lot of those guys who did it. And I just remember just crying and having the best time with my friends from laughing. And oh, um, so you, so you, were you an improv guy or you just did some improv and then went to wrestling? Well, I actually kind of started them around the same time, 2014, cool. literally like probably a couple weeks apart, honestly. I feel like that like would go I, hand in hand real nice. And I, and that, that's kind of my, that was my reasoning behind it. Like I feel like if I do good at improv and like master that, it would help me with my stuff in the ring. And on some occasions, it has helped me. I'll give it that. Uh, timing stuff. Comedic timing. Yes. Um, oh, what was I going to say? I did start. I, I started at UC, I did UCB. Uh, signed up for my first uh, improv class in their 101 class. Um, at, like literally a couple weeks after I signed up at Johnny Rods. And then throughout the years, I did. I, I went through their improv program. Sometimes it took like a couple years apart. Like, Cause they're really, they were re- at that point really difficult to get in. Cause they're so high demand. It's UCB upright citizens brigade is like the top place to get trained in improv. Oh, I just now realized what you meant. What you were saying UCB so many times. Yeah, upright, upright, citizens yeah, upright citizens brigade. Yeah, sure. Sure. I, I went, I completed, I did their uh, improv and um, met a few people there. And, we, and eventually for like a year, we did, we started an improv group. We went around doing some improv and like, basements of places and bars whatever for like a year and then after that it kind of sl- it's after that we all just quietly left uh, disbanded and then since then i haven't really done too much with all of that but it's and with all after the pandemic all the all, pretty much almost all the theaters are closed now yeah ucb went down uh, the uh. pit went down the pit went down people's improv theater um and it's like i'm desperately just trying to find ways i can just go to an improv jam at some point to just the just one down here is literally called Improv Jam. I don't know if it's still going. It's like it's like open mic for improv. It's, yeah. it's, it's just something I would really love to brush up on. I also did the sketch comedy at UCB and the pit. I fell more in love with sketch comedy than improv. Okay. Uh, 
And if you see any any of the content I put out on the social media for my gimmick stuff, I tend to try and embody some of that and just make them like little sketches. I or just wing it too. I love that. I'm all about that. I mean, can we somehow bring the improv? I mean, things are opening up again and, oh, you know, obviously safety first. Uh, can we bring improv back in some form or fashion? Man, I feel like that, that that's a great date night. That's a great hangout with your friends. I, I want to go to improv jam now. Man. Are you from uh, are, are you from like the Northeast here? You're a Jersey guy, New York. Where are you from? New York City. New York City guy. What's the pizza spot? We always ask. Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, do you want like high class fancy like fancy pizza? Go to Arturo's. Okay, see, I don't. But fancy pizza is like another, like you know, you watch the pizza well, reviews. It's, it's, it's another. Really good. It's good. Okay. 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 As far as like regular, like if pizza, I'm in New York and I want to get a get a slice, a new a New York slice, um, you know, not not the Neapolitan, not the fancy, not the margarita, just a solid, not solid, a really good slice. Like, do you have a spot? Um, I just like pizza, so some don't, don't go to those ninety nine cent pizza bullshit. Those <laughs> okay. Those. Only if you're really in a pinch. But yeah, that's okay. Awful. I got you. Um, there's a couple places. Uh, there's one place in my neighborhood called Coronet. Uh, okay. Not, not Jim Coronet. It's Coronet. K-O-R-O-N-E-T. Okay. They have, like, they have like jumbo slices where they have like, like a huge, huge slice of like plain and it's really good. And but, it's like, good because sometimes you get those huge slices and they're not good. And they're like relatively cheap too, like five fifty for that, or like oh, okay, there maybe at this point. New York prices that's solid too, yeah. It's it's pretty good, honestly, and it's just it's kind of new actually. It's like it's just kind of it just opened in my neighborhood like more recently, but like as far as like regular the the my favorite pizza joint in my neighborhood before that closed down and is now replaced by a, a stupid chain rest chain pizza oh, place. That stinks, man. Oh, yeah. Man. Outside of wrestling, I mean, obviously, you talked about improv and comedy, all that stuff. I always like to ask like a non-wrestling question. Outside of wrestling, uh, what are you into? Like, obviously, you mentioned the comedy, but like, are you an artist? Do you play music? Uh, do you collect something? Like, I always like to know a little factoid about people. Um, um, I'm more. I I have been a bit on a bit of a writer's block lately, but I do like to do uh, sketch comedy. Cool. I like to write sketches and all that stuff, and like an SNL okay. style, yeah. Yeah, and before wrestling, I always and I still have the aspiration, but wrestling has kind of taken over. And who knows, I could do this someday, like to become like a, a screenwriter. That's something I like doing too. And who knows, it could still happen. I've not given up on that, but like wrestling kind of took over and like I didn't abandon it. It just kind of took a back seat a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And then that's how it goes with everything going on in the world, man. Um, Abs, I do want to be very respectful of your time, man. I appreciate you coming on, but I do want to ask you this one, man. This is our favorite one to ask everybody. Um, it's not hard ending, though. We're not like that. Um, what band or artist? You get that WrestleMania entrance, right? What band or artist plays you down in the ring? Block Party. Blo Whoa, I forgot they existed. Wow, Block Party, it, really? My, my music taste is very eclectic. Yeah, Block Party is really odd. They're like my my favorite like band as as far as that genre goes. I'm not in like controversial take. I'm not like completely into like the classic rock type of stuff. Yeah, you know? we're into. But like the more modern like like some forty one and Lincoln Park were the stuff I like first like grew up like like you know when nice. I got out of my boy band phase, uh, mm -hmm. I got into heavy to like Lincoln Park and some forty one, and then from there just sort of like. Like just sort of boom, like took off from there. But now, like, I love 
really experiment. I love experimental stuff. Like, you know, Sigiras, they're like this band from Iceland. I don't, I don't. It's like this really, oh, it's cool stuff. It's like experimental, soft, ambient rock, but like also like, and like, think of Bjork. I also am a big okay. fan of Bjork. Cool. I'm also a big fan of Bjork. That's awesome. That's that- from Iceland, but. <laughs> that's the best thing about music you know there's so many there's there's no you know wrong way to listen like it's mm-hmm. it's amazing there's so many different styles yeah. I, I love music that's where i came yeah. from man it's like uh, as far as like playing my me out like block party makes the most sense at this point because i feel like i just great. i love silent alarm and a weekend at the city those are my favorite albums of theirs wow block i would love to hear them play a banquet as i come out to the ring wow that's perfect i I think I saw them. I went to a taping. It was either Conan or Seth or something. It was something. And I think they played the, they were their musical guest. I think if I remember correctly, they're block great party. block party. Wow. I just saw them recently, like a couple, like a few years ago and they played at summer stage in central park. Oh, that's always a good time. That sounds amazing. Hell yeah. Can't beat that. Um, abs. So thank you so much for taking the time, man. It was good to kind of get to know you a little bit better, man. That's why I love having you all on the podcast. But before we get out of here, we want to see abs booked everywhere. We are all about that shameless, shameless promo here on the BCP. We got a lot of promoters listening, always talking trash in the chat. We know they're going to be talking trash in the chat later. Tell everyone where they can book you, hit you up, follow you on socials, and tell the fans where they can get that app, 8x10, the merch, shirts, anything you got. All right. So as far as social media, I'm mostly more active on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, so on uh, on Twitter, I am at not fake abs, abs, all caps. Um, and Instagram also not fake at not fake abs, abs, not all caps. So that's lowercase. Um, as far as far as my merch, um, you could check out my what a maneuver store. I have that's where most of my shirts are. I don't have like a whole extensive line of merch yet, but working on it. There's plenty of fun little gimmicks I can throw out there. Nice. Love it, man. And yeah, check me out wherever I am. I'll, I'll be sure to give you a follow. Uh, guys, of course, follow abs. Guys, if you're listening, book abs. I've seen him do some great stuff, and I think he's going to be in some good storylines. I love the stuff you're doing with the goons, man. And just uh, stay safe out there traveling, man. Thank you for making the time for the show. Continued success to you moving forward, my man. Thank you so much. Thank you, man. Very much appreciated. You're not worthy. And like we always say here on the BCP, everyone stay safe, stay positive, take care of each other. We are out. Peace. <laughs>